How's it going, everyone? This is Jason Navarro. You're listening to Tongues Out Podcast. And let's just jump right into today's subject, where uh, I think you guys are probably going to know um, what I'm going to talk about today. And uh, I'll just keep it brief. I don't want to like put too much into it because it's just been the entire narrative for today. There were a lot of other things I wanted to talk about, but uh, I feel like I should at least give my perspective on on what happened at the Capitol today. And so everyone knew today was going to be a very unique and um, very divided day. Essentially, today was the day that uh, both uh, or the entirety of Congress, so the House and the Senate, were to get together and um, validate the electoral college or the electoral votes of each individual state and uh, take for record the the president and vice president picks that were picked by the electors of the of those states, and so essentially the roll is taken, everything of that nature, and then they go uh, in alphabetical order. They go by the state, and then they say like that state with um, to the best of its ability. Uh, you know, with, with, with challenge and everything that occurred in that state, that this is the, um, the elector votes for that given state. And, um, you were going, as they were going on the list, there was, uh, also a protest going on. And initially they start off peacefully. I think, I don't know. I, I tuned in, uh, I'm three hours behind on the East coast. I tuned in when it started to become pretty ridiculous, but, there were people protesting outside the Capitol building as well during this whole event. And um, the main organizer of this or the main proponent of of this idea of like, let's gather together and protest what is happening at the Capitol today was our president. And uh, I guess people took what he was emphasizing as a means of almost like a call to arms, like, hey, like these people are, are taking the, the, our democracy away and they're establishing a communist regime or whatever perspective they might have on, on the, the new democratically run uh, Congress and presidency or what will become that in 14 days, in two weeks. And... Um, clearly people believe in this idea so much that the election was taken away from them that, I mean, hundreds, I would say probably a, a couple thousand people went in and started to, to go past the outward perimeter that was established by the Capitol Police to block this um, these protesters from entering the Capitol building but for whatever reason, somehow some of these uh, protesters were able to navigate uh, around the building and find a, a unique way to get in. And so they did that. And soon videos were circulating of, of protesters uh, or people that were uh, part of this protest um, breaking out windows and entering the Capitol building by any means necessary. 
And eventually Capitol Police just kind of had to just kind of allow it to happen in a sense. Like you don't want to escalate with like shooting at these people or anything of that nature. You kind of have to like try to de-escalate as best as possible. Let these people kind of get in. But then when this happened, uh, what was happening in Congress had to be stopped uh, because out of the security of the senators and, and the representatives, they had to be rushed off the site because no one knew what these people were, what their plans were. And essentially, there were rumors that there were pipe bombs all placed around the Capitol building and around D.C. And some of these people were armed. Some of these people had chemical weapons like tear gas. And uh, like I'm just sitting here watching this. And I just remember reading like the headline on uh, NPR was like, the the Capitol building has been breached, and I was like, "What does that even mean? Like, what, did someone like shoot into the Capitol building? That is insane! What's going on?" And I remember tuning into it, and then tuning into C-SPAN, and just watching live, just people just running into the Capitol building, or just like initially it looked like they were just like single filely like entering the building. It looked kind of. Uh, in order, but then it, it just it just blew up into mayhem after that. Like after that second, I I started watching it, and it was at that point that they rushed the vice president out because he oversees the Senate, and that's essentially what the the a lot of people think this like the vice president has like this super powerful role. Essentially, his only two job is to live long enough to possibly succeed the president if something were to happen to the the sitting president. And preside over the Senate and act as a tiebreaker in case of, um, in case of tie tie votes and within the Senate. But outside of that, the Vice President really, I mean, I guess he can like communicate and do things on the behalf of what the President wants him to do. But there's no real like his his job mostly is to just preside over the Senate. Um, So he got rushed off and then like the like I said, the House and, and the Senate representatives, they both got uh rushed off as well. And and all this mayhem and all this crazy stuff that was happening, eventually there was like a photo that I saw where it was just like all on the on the steps leading up to the Capitol building it was just full of protesters. And I was like, Oh my god, how long is this gonna go on for? And my biggest fear when I was watching this was there's a lot of I I'm I'm a big fan of Washington D.C. I love it over there. If it if I had a, a a purpose for for living out there because it's very expensive to live out there, um, I would live there in a heartbeat probably. Um, the only thing I probably couldn't deal with is the cold weather and the traffic. But I mean, I've pretty much every big city I've lived at has horrible traffic, so I'm kind of used to that part. But I'm just not used to like living in the snow. Uh, I enjoy snow. I just don't foresee myself ever really enjoying living out in the snow. But I always enjoy going to D.C. Like during the summer, it's like one of my favorite things. I took my wife for the first time a couple years back and she really enjoyed it. I'm like a kid at a playground when I go out there. There's so much history out there and I love history. History is like one of my favorite subjects, especially American history. I love American history. Like it's like one of my favorite things. I consider myself to be a, a patriot per se. And at least I take I take pride in understanding the history of this country and what this country's gone through. And being a first generation American, because my mom came out here with me inside of her stomach, 
and then um, gave birth to me here in the States. She wasn't from America. I'm the first line of American in my, in my family. And I, uh, I took that to heart. Like I, I wanted to appreciate where I'm at. And so uh, I have like this, this country definitely has gone through ups and downs. Anyone that would deny that is crazy. Honestly, there's been some dark times within American history and some pretty amazing times. Um, this is a dark day. This is like what's going on right now at the Capitol and what's going on with general politics in general is very scary. It's we have someone in office, whether you, uh, whether you're a conservative, a liberal, um, someone that sits in the middle, whatever your political ideology is, whatever it might be, whether you value what happens in the federal level or you really, uh, your perspective is like municipality laws and state laws affect me more than federal laws. So why, why even care about that? Like whatever your perspective on all of those things are, right? At the end of the day, this country was founded on the constitution and Really, it's and and reading the Constitution every time I go to DC, I love going to read like the Declaration of Independence and uh, looking at the the Articles of um, uh, or the Constitution and then the Bill of Rights. And I mean, it's really hard to read the paper because it's it's so old now. But essentially, that Constitution is what binds America to be America, like. Everything we do is based off of the rules that's preset into that constitution. Then every amendment that was that was voted in after the the enactment of that constitution, from the Bill of Rights all the way down to, you know, the the most the latest amendment that was passed, like probably like ten years ago. Um, and 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 that's what America is like. The the people and everything like we are here to kind of continue this 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 belief and 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 the idea of America, right? Because it's only that. Once we lose faith of what it means to be American, and that's been my biggest fear recently is um I feel like the narrative being proposed by our sitting president at the moment is to question the validity of any aspect of anything that's negative to towards him. And to take extreme prejudice towards individuals that don't agree with what he has to say. And when you do that, you you start to create this narrative of division within the country. And it's not just him. He's been given a big microphone by news media and social media. Uh, these individuals or, or, or these organizations allow for this person to have such a platform right and and of course he is president so people should understand what's going on and what's being said by the president and uh i'm totally for freedom of speech and freedom of expression whether i disagree with what your perspectives are or not that's our right as americans is the ability to to speak so i don't think to minimize what the president's saying is what i what i'm trying to portray here it's more 
those organizations have given him too much of a platform to, and if they've, they've not just given him a platform, but given him reasons to be so combative in the first place. It's always like, he's so wrong. We must fight and rise against this person. Right. Whereas it'd be so much easier just to try to sway people's perspective as to why this person is not fit for the position that they're in. Look at his past, like uh, sit down and, and this is the history of the president. These are choices that he's made. These are the perspectives that he's flip-flopped on. Um, so far, these are the things that he's enacted into into law since he's been in office. Dude, all of these things, his history, what he's done in office, what he's proposed, do those things seem like things that are going to benefit you as a person? And if they do, great. If not, then you could probably see why this person isn't the right fit for this country. But this whole narrative of the those organizations creating such a combative means it's you're not just attacking that person you're attacking his base and his base is a pretty strong base i mean just look at the most recent election right i mean it was nearly 50 50 not really it was like 47 to 50 uh percent or or sorry to 53 percent um so biden had a, a small small margin of of more popular votes that went towards him. But the president still has well over, I think it was like 57, 67 million people that, you know, at least voted for him. Might not entirely agree with his perspective on everything. Maybe they're just voting along their party lines. Who knows the reason why they voted for him. But it's still a lot of people that did vote for him. And you can see that he has a strong following because you could see that that following led into what happened at the Capitol today. A, a ton of people rushed that building. So much so that it overwhelmed Capitol Police. And Capitol Police is separate from Washington, D.C. A lot of people get this confused, but Washington, D.C., the city, has its own police force. The Capitol Police that just manages the property of the Capitol building they have as many officers as some pretty large cities like Atlanta or Orlando. They have a large force of police officers to maintain protection and regulation of what occurs in uh, on Capitol grounds because it, it needs to be a secure building, obviously, because some of the most important people are in these buildings and they need to be protected. And so it's pretty unbelievable to see how with all those resources this mob was still able to penetrate and and overwhelm them and it's just sad it's it's just sad watching this and and watching just the small erosion of our our republic of our democratic republic and whether you agree or disagree with what the uh, the president believes in, you know, everyone can agree that peaceful protests are completely should be allowed, right? If these people demonstrated in front of the Capitol building, many people in history have have um, organized outside and, and protested outside these in, in historical monuments. And as long as that they got the rights and the, and they did what they needed to do to have the ability to protest, then 
allowed them to protest. But what happened today was horrible. And then what the world sees as well. And you might not think that the what the world thinks matters, but it does. These are uh, trading partners. These are people that we're, we share intelligence with. These are people that we need to trust to send intelligence our way to protect us Americans from potential harm. You can't just have a complete isolationist perspective. It's impossible. If you're going to do that, you would have to shut off air travel to any country outside of America. Because the moment we allow any travel from any country into America, you welcome potential evildoers. And honestly, since 9-11, it's been more domestic terrorism than, than foreign terrorism. But that's probably because of all the resources and all the collaboration between different governments and our, our intelligence community. And so if it wasn't for that, you know, these bad actors could easily just infiltrate and, and cause harm to American people. And so you, you can't have this complete isolationist perspective. So... I mean, it, it matters. It matters what, what's what's happening in this country at the moment. And it creates turmoil. It creates a lot of confusion. This this adds fire to those that are that view themselves as the extreme counterpoint to um, these protesters that were protesting today. And 